0: In on the late night this evening. Well, not exactly late, but late for us. It's gonna be kind of a quick night tonight. We'll keep it quick, keep it painless, and tell our people how they fucked up. I got Reddit stories to read. It's ten two, well ten o three now in the valley. But you know what time it is somewhere. You know it's dab o'clock. <laughs> Ah, uh, smooth it out. There we go, there we go. i like to welcome all of you to Fat Dabs in the Morning. Kind a special episode for the evening. It's picking by their absence. We missed them tonight. I miss my bitches completely shout out you know who you are shout out to Mandy and the Gorilla Grip Golf Sam is Sam Sam is Sam they all getting, getting things in order can't be dumb by it all the time it is what it is but special shout out to Sam and Sam hope you getting your mind right hope you getting everything you need You know the crew here when you, you know the crew here when you need us Stand by my, stand by my bowl mates. I hope y'all do the same out there. But you know who's talking to you tonight is the original Gerudo, giving a Saba a to everyone out there who's been listening so far. As I said earlier, we're out here at 10, 10 p.m. in the valley, or at least I am. You can feel the seasons changing. It's getting beautiful out of here. The nights are perfect once that sun goes down. It's a lovely sight to see in the valley this evening. That being said, with the seasons changing and people just more and more losing their minds every day, things get crazier and crazier by the day. You don't know what to do anymore. But being that the, being that the Gerudo, being that the Gerudo know how to travel, we've been where? We've been everywhere. Been to every valley, whatever you need. But I got some stories to tell, but not on my own this evening. Now tonight we're going to Reddit. Eh, It's been a while, it's been a minute since I had to read from Reddit. See what crazy shit they didn't come up with this evening. Yeah, it's going to be one of those kind of episodes, ladies and gentlemen. So, quite frankly, I hope you got your banger luck. banger heated up. Banger or nail, that's a debate for another time. I prefer banger myself. But, hey, let, me, let us know what your preference is down in the comments. Now, that'll be the question of the night. Nail or banger? What's your pleasure? <laughs> Nonetheless, hope you got your best shit rolled up. Hope you got some real good shit rolled up, some shit that don't even sound appealing. That shit you just picked up from someone that's just like who sold it so well, just like nigga, nigga. This shit is deaf. Oh, Cat Williams shit. Hopefully, you don't. Hopefully, it doesn't make you go deaf because you gotta hear what I'm saying. This is what I do. This is what I do for a living. It is what it is. <laughs> but nonetheless. As, said, as previously said, hope you all out here doing your thing. Hope you're all out here living your best life, smoking your best. Hell, if you got a drink at hand while you're smoking, all the better. With what is what gets you through today. Hope you all enjoy yours. Hope you all out there. Hope all those out there living the server life, you got your money today. Hope the customers are reasonable and reasonable, both behavior and compensation wise it's usually all those in the server life usually know it's usually one and the one or the other very rarely is it both but that's only if you don't know what you're doing yeah uh, you're trust me your tell has been serving long enough to just best word of advice I'll give it to you right now best word of advice for anyone what who decides they have to get into serving You can be on point if you want, but if you don't know people, you ain't going to make no money. You got to know how people, knowing how people act, knowing how to read, knowing how to read a room. Knowing how to read a guy's, knowing how to read a customer's personality just by how they're acting when they sit down. And acting accordingly, but professionally. I always prefer a pleasant, I always prefer the pleasant but menacing approach. You know, the, of course, I will get you what you want. I'll be as pleasant and professional as possible, but always remember the second. But always remember your life's in danger for 2 13 an hour. Or, but, hey, that's just me. But well, before I incriminate myself any fucking further, no dry snitching, we should get to some Reddit stories. I should probably get this bruntlet. We're smoothing it out to somewhere in Japan. Got the tones, got the smooth tones going. We hope you enjoy your tones. If you're driving down the street, have a listen. We're good for J rides as well. We're not just a, we're not just good for J walks. However, you listen, we ain't picky. J walk, J ride, just smoking the J with your folk. You should have your ballmates mates for this one. I have mind and spirit but you know we, but you know what time it is you'll see us you'll hear us again we ain't we ain't done keeping keep in case you've forgotten whose year it is just in case share fat dabs man did the gorilla grip God Sam and Sam and yours truly that original gorilla we're always gonna be having fun doing this <laughs> even when they have even when a couple of us ain't here and you know it ain't an official Fat Dabs episode, until you hear all three of us, or well, what you tell on. It's a bonus episode, but it still counts. But enough of that tomato-tomato bullshit, let's get to these stories and read it today. What subject are we going with today? Oh, the very fun one. Today I fucked up. <laughs> Well, yeah, you today you kind of did. Why you ask? Well, this moment I fucked up by losing my lighters somewhere. God damn it! Yeah, probably in the couch. Couch always eats my fucking lighters. It's just my luck. Ah, there we are get you lit real quick while I look up a good story here.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. Let's have a look here. Hmm. Get this shit done right quick. Yep Mm mm-hmm yeah that's 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 the shit that's what i'm talking about (laughs) but let's begin with this one always remember today anyone who means today you fucked up by reading reddit store by putting the reddit by whatever situation incorrect slightly Today you fucked up by putting a story out here for podcasters to read. And I got enough weed and enough time to read it to tell you how much it had fucked up technically. But, we'll get to your version. Let's start with your version first. Mm, fancy bags, fancy bags. Yeah, damn. Today, I fucked up by slapping my wife's ass. (laughs) Ah, here we go. Last night, my wife and I were getting hot and heavy and began having sex. During sex, I decided to put put in a little spanking. This is where things got weird. As I slapped her ass in the heat of the moment, she bursts out with a yes, daddy, spank me harder. To her face, I knew she had some serious daddy issues. This was initially a turn-on, but after a few seconds, all I could think of was disciplining my daughter, and my face went sour. I stopped immediately and felt awkward. She responded with, what's wrong, daddy? Did you not punish me enough? I walked out of the room and told her I needed a minute. Now I don't think I can ever have sex again. Too long didn't read. Slapped my wife's ass, called me daddy. Now I can only think about disciplining my daughter and don't know if I can ever have sex again. Edit. So this is my biggest post ever and it's about my wife calling me daddy. Lord, help me. Anyways, we talked about it and she was really embarrassed and I told her it just surprised me and I wasn't prepared. We agreed on sir. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that one. I had to go with sir for you as well, sir. And quite frankly, I'm one of those guys who does not like the whole daddy thing at all. Do not call me me daddy during anything we're doing sexually. I will stop and batman your ass. Why the fuck are you thinking about daddy or father figures in this time? I ain't your daddy. We're fucking. Do not call me daddy. Daddy. Maybe in a foreign language if I could know that that would still be weird, but kind of hot. But hey, still hate it. Do another hit of this right
1: here.
0: Let's see how else people fucked up today. <laughs> ah, here we go. Uh, Because I hung out with my best, my guy best friend at 3 a.m. All right, Uh, this sounds like it's gonna be a headache, but fuck it, let's go with it. At 2 a.m., I 18 female get a text from my guy best friend 20 male asking if I was awake, to which I responded yes. We then just proceeded to update each other on our lives at the moment. I'm currently am yeah, having issues with my boyfriend and told him that. He tells me what... He tells me he wants to get out of the house and I tell him I want to do the same. He tells me he can pick me up and we can go to the park and I'm like, that's perfect. I have a chance to clear my head. <laughs> that's where I fucked up. I shouldn't have gone. Well, that's one, but we'll get to that. By the time he gets to my house, it's 3 a.m. We go to a park because I wanted to swing, but it's too dark. And then we go to the gas station, he buys me snacks, and then we go to the park by his house. No swings, by the way. Since there were no swings, we just sat in the car talking like normal, and we even played music. At this point, his seat is leaning back, and he looks at me and asks me if I want to do, do it. I look at him and laugh because he had to be joking, right? Nah. He was serious. I told him, what the fuck? You know I have a boyfriend. And he said, well, you guys are having problems anyways. I was in shock. He looked salty, I said no, and I was salty that he even asked. He Let me drive his car home. I was hurt and disgusted and didn't tell my boyfriend until 5 p.m., to which he proceeded to be mad at me because I should have told him earlier. Too long, didn't read. Today I fucked up by agreeing to take a ride with my god best friend at 3 a.m., which let him to think I wanted to have sex with him. Um. Yeah, um. This bullshit. Made me do. Bullshit made my blood go out. All right, back to this bullshit. Edit update. A lot of you will be happy to know my boyfriend and I aren't together anymore. It is not due to this, it is due to a lot of past problems that we haven't solved. Oh, this is probably problem number ten for out of this shit, I'm certain. Both of us were too immature for an actual relationship, and we both are at fault for many different things. It sucks, though, because it's the first person I ever truly loved, and I know you guys are going to be like, how could you love him, you're 18. Honestly, to answer your question, I don't know, but I do know that I have done and will still do anything to make him happy. I don't even know what to say. I also want to answer a lot of questions. I honestly thought it was strictly platonic between me and the ex-friend. I am no longer friends with that person. I don't know what else to write now. Write right now. My head is so fuzzy right now, and I'm currently bawling my eyes out. I'll make another update tomorrow.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. Well, let's start from the beginning. Today you technically fucked up by telling your male, telling one of your homeboys your fucking relationship business. Unless a motherfuckers whooping your ass or emotionally fucking with you, fuck with you emotionally, keep that shit in the house. If he ain't going out there telling y'all's business, telling your business to his homeboys, do to keep the same energy and keep your mouth shut. To anyone, it ain't their motherfucking business. Let's be an police. Less police need to be called. Mind your fucking business. Make sure other motherfuckers mind their business by not telling us. Number one. Number two, 3 a.m. is booty call time. Anytime between 2 and 3 a.m., 2 to. Okay, I'll be polite. Yeah, 2 to. 6 is booty call time. Motherfuckers, they come to chalk to you around 2 or 3. They try to get it. Don't kid yourself ever. Around that time, you know, we come at 2 a.m. They come over at 3 a.m. They already got in their mind what time it is. It may not be what the bitch want at the time, but... Hey. Don't set yourself up for failure. At least you had the good sense to know homeboy was trying to hit it, but that could have been easily avoided by... Not telling your motherfucking business. menace. And it seems to me y'all just had a bunch of shit y'all need to work through anyway. and Go figure the shit out. Go figure yourselves out. Do what you gotta do. But don't go near each other for a while. Apparently y'all just don't bring out their best at each other like you thought you did. I could be wrong. I doubt it. It's probably just this strange talk. Don't let this good gas talking, but it ain't never lied to me yet. And it won't lie to you. <sighs> but enough of that. Let's go to some more of these dumb fucks. Seeing how bad y'all have fucked up today. Oh, god Damn. Yeah, I'm about. Mm -hmm. I might gonna have to take a couple hits for this one. This is a long one. Today I fucked up by asking my wife why she never wears lingerie for me. Ah, shit. Oh boy. Quick background. Married couple, multiple kids. Sex life has declined rapidly and exponentially since having kids. At this point, it's down to a few times a year, once a month at best. When we first dated, it was one or two times a day. In the past, I had brought the lack of sex up to my wife on two separate occasions. After the first time, we started going into couples counseling. She had some trauma, and I made some mistakes to make things worse. The second time, she basically told me I need to be more affectionate towards her. Kiss her when I leave the house, say I love you, which we both started doing again. Fast forward to today. Ah, Here we go. My wife has a lot of sexy lingerie in her closet. She has worn maybe one or two of them for me, and that was many, many years ago. I had been gradually getting more and more upset over the lack of sex, even though otherwise we were getting along very well. We had had rough patches before, and this was not one of them. Kisses before we leave the house, communicating to each other, even laughing together. We'd, we had had reach a recent short weekend vacation, which is very rare for us. The vacation went great. Once we got home, it was back to the usual lack of sex, though. It's not easy with multiple kids, as you parents know. At the end of the day, we were both usually exhausted. Still, I get sick of using my hand. And we used to do it all the time. The lingerie wasn't even a point of my conversation to her, but it was a way to get to the lack of sex. And it did bother me to some extent. I was her husband, after all. The suspicious and secure side of me was wondering who else was getting to see or wear this, if not me. So I finally get the courage to say to my wife, Can I ask you something? Yeah. Why don't you wear the lingerie in your closet for me? What lingerie? And it the ones in your closet? I don't know. It just seems strange that your husband doesn't get to see you wear it. I bought some of that years ago. I don't even know what, what it is in there. Some of it was given to me at my bridesmaid party. Well, if you want it for other people, I don't know. just bothers me that I'm your husband and I'll get to see you wear it. After a couple of minutes of this, she breaks down and starts screaming hysterically at me. It's not all about you. I have to be happy with my body. I don't even know what is going on with my body. She grabs her belly as if to show me the weight she gains gained since the kids. She goes on to say something about how we always bring this up. I guess referring to the sex thing. And I say yes, because you never do.
1: Hmm.
0: now she's gained a bit of weight since having kids as any woman would maybe a bit more than most women but it never bothered me for a second and I never said anything about it to her I had no idea she was just upset about her body let's check out as I brought the lingerie up to her previously And she just said I can't wear that, it doesn't fit me anymore. And I stopped that time because we were about to have sex, who cares about lingerie at that point? Now she is pissed at me and will barely so much as speak to me unless we are with the kids. She turned her body away from me rather than cuddle like we usually do at night. Blah blah blah. TLDR asked my wife to wear lingerie because I wanted to have sex more and see her in lingerie. Triggered her being extremely unhappy with her body post kids, and now she is pissed at me for asking. Yeah, I can see it. problem bruh it's marriage it gets different after a while and the way you carry it on she probably sees the shit as a chore more than what something she has has to do just like a part of her day like folding the laundry or coming home and like setting up dinner setting up shit for dinner shit like that when, once your bitch starts seeing as you as not a uh, object that loves so you, that's a fucking chore. Fucking you as a chore. It's time to wrap the shit up. You might want to go find something else to do. Or listen to your wife for once. Start figuring some shit out. Yeah, but who am I to give advice? And probably I'm just a random storyteller with some good weed and probably fucks your wife while you're at work and on my lunch break yeah who knows these walk who knows these walks of shame get all the same after a while but that's um that's another story for all those that fucked up moving along I suppose we get one more before we cut in for a cut in for the commercial break well, not to end the commercial break, but you get the idea. Yeah, I really want to... Ah, fuck it. Hmm. Nah, let's have to you. I don't want to blow my hat it. Being, being something that stupid. So, while I look for something worth the time, let's just see. I hope, I hope y'all once again hope y'all out here doing a thing. We hope y'all did. If y'all having relationship troubles, we hope y'all working through that maturely and hopefully, hopefully in a mature and healthy manner. Manner, because ain't no one worth your mental or physical well being. It they just ain't. I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you when they yeah, hopefully you get the strength, and if you're in one of those situations, hopefully, I hope you find the strength to get out of them. I know sometimes it's, sometimes it's not as diff, not as easy as it should be, or seems to be, to get rid of people who ain't shit. But, but hopefully you have a good support system, have people there to stand by you. Stand by you while you figure shit out. And hopefully stand by you and with you and hopefully stand in by you. Because it sucks to be out here alone. be out here by yourself. Be out here by yourself with someone just fucking you up and fucking you up emotionally and claiming they love you. Not hating. Not spilling tea. Just saying. And with that, I'ma let this I'ma finish hitting this J and I'ma let these be I'ma let these beats play for a little bit while I find something else for something else to explain how badly people have fucked up today. This might take a second. So we're gonna let this beat rock for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> These Dutchies do smooth, cool, low-fi, it's smooth smoke. Shout out to all the smokers. If you know, you know just how these shades go. Just how these gonna Have you? Just what it is. But we coming back in a couple. So vote. Well, I'll hit you back in a sec. Well, I hope I didn't keep you waiting too long. And we're back. Coming back in smoothly. And hopefully, and with the seasons changing, we're going to need it to be as smooth as possible. Because next four months after this one, back to back to back to back. So many things to do. And poor kids, the unenviable task of going to school before Labor Day. Shout out to all the kids who are going to school now, you poor bastards. You don't even get to enjoy the summer fully. That's that bullshit. And for the teachers as well, shout out to Monet. Shout out to all my teachers who might be listening to this as well. You poor bastards as well. Poor teachers are just get no no respect nowadays. All you know, the good ones are just relegated to just being babysitters. Ugh, an enviable job indeed. But an enviable. But I uh, also, as someone who's had a couple of teachers be servers, living that server lab as well, I feel your pain. I do. I promise. Right enough of that nonsense. Let's get back to these stories about people fucking up. Hmm. Ah, uh, this might be a long one. <laughs> Today I fucked up by asking my roommate for sex randomly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This story isn't really funny or extraordinary. It's more just pathetic. I don't recommend reading it. Well, once you start your story off like that, I feel compelled to now. My, my apologies, sir. I might be, not be apologizing after reading this whole story, but I might as well get a fanged one out of the way. <clears throat> Something tells me. Why did something tell me I'm gonna need a fat dad after this damn story? Hmm. hmm. Now then, back to your pathetic story that you don't recommend anyone reading. Alright, this happened yesterday. Now I've been crunching so hard thinking about it that it's tough to focus on anything else. Now I just want to write it all down and get it out of my head. Maybe you shouldn't have done this on Reddit, but I'll get to this later. I'm 17 years old and built like a wet noodle. Socially awkward, I suck at talking to girls, yada yada yada. My roommate is 30, but she looks 23. Now, I've had a crush, I don't really like the word crush, but I don't know what else to say, on her for months. I don't know her that well. So yesterday was my graduation party. I'd all day talking to friends, getting gifts, etc. At the end of the night, we just played an awesome game of Mafia, and it was late. People were leaving. So my roommate calls me over to her and starts talking to me. She's looking me in the eyes. We're really close to each other. It feels kind of crazy. I also have not whacked off all day, so I was feeling it extra. Ah, you haven't had that post clarity yet, but but we'll get to that. get to that. We, we, we will. She was talking about life, and it felt like she was looking into my soul. Hmm. God damn it, YouTube! Anyways, after she walks away, I'm cleaning up the party stuff around, and music is playing through my room. I don't actually remember if curiosity got the better of me and I glanced in the window, or if I just happened to see it by accident, but I saw her dancing topless. That was insane for me. I don't think I've ever seen a girl topless before. Well, not in live action, I'm certain. You have Pornhub accounts, don't you, motherfucker? But let me, stop, let, me, let me stop and get back to the story. I was already feeling a little fluttery. It's all just making my head spin. At this point, I probably should have just jerked off and let it alone. But seeing her like that, she is so hot. Combined with the wood talk we had earlier that day, I wasn't in my right mind, I guess. I wanted to be with her so bad, and I knew that even if she rejected me, at least I'd know so I wouldn't spend the rest of my life wondering whether or not she would have said yes. So, after everyone was gone, and some time had passed, I knocked on the door with the intent to talk to her about it. I had some excuse for bothering her. I was going to give her some things of hers that she had left out during the party. She opens the door, and I give them to her, and she takes me. I chicken out and don't say anything else, and start to walk away, and then she calls me back. I go back and says something about how we don't know each other that well, or staring at intimate space, and I forget what else. I tell her good night and walk away. Now I'm wrestling with myself. I never even asked a girl on a proper date before, and I'm considering doing whatever the fuck this is. After working up the courage, I knock on her door again, this time with no excuses as to why I'm talking to her. She opens the door and I basically tell her that I felt really intimate with her about after our talks today, and she's beautiful, and if I didn't ask tonight, it bothered me for the rest of my life. And if she says no, I'll leave and we'll never have to talk about it again, but I don't want to sleep with her. She handled it really well. She told me that she's older than me and that I'm still a kid and that we can't sleep together, but she liked the way that I asked and that I'm a good person and that what I'm feeling is real. We hugged, and she invited me to watch Stranger Things, but I said no. They never should have dragged it out past the first season. We told each other goodnight, and I went to my room and was asleep before too long. I haven't seen her again since last night, and I spent all day in disbelief about how fucking stupid I was. Yeah, you should. I 100% will never bother her about this again. I can take no for an answer just fine. I wrote wrote this for myself so that it's out written down and not just spinning around in my head. But I'm not really sure if I'm a complete freak or I'm just a horny 17-year-old with poor decision-making skills.
1: Hmm. Yeah, you... (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, quite frankly, it wasn't really that pathetic. Weinberger is not that pathetic, dude. Not really that cringy either. You shot your shot. You went. You might have went about it wrong, but by your own admission, you never don't know how to talk to bitches as it is. So kind of socially awkward. So you shot your shot, and rejection—it happens. But. Sometimes sometimes before you free time. sometimes you really should just beat off before you start to, before you start getting with bitches. Shut all of bitches. Let that post like clarity just clear your mind a little bit before you try something stupid. It'll save yourself a lot of awkwardness. All the guys out there know, all my niggas out there know, if you know you know, that post-like clarity will save you a lot of trouble. Save you from a lot of shit get your mind thinking but, but don't go, don't beat yourself too up beat yourself up too bad, oh boy you didn't really fuck up you just shot your shot now then let's get to someone that actually fucked up this time <laughs> Today I fucked up by finding my bur- my boyfriend's spank bank. <laughs> okay. I, 33 female, wondered if my boyfriend, 41 male, had a spank bank, so I asked him. He told me he did. When I asked him if I kept nudes from exes, he said yes. We got into an argument about it because I think it's weird. He said he doesn't know a guy that doesn't do it. <clears throat> well that might be true I thought it was still thought it was weird I asked him why he had them it was because he wanted to remember the good times or something and he didn't answer I asked if he used them recently he said not since we moved into our new place which was in the last three months I told him I didn't care if he did his deeds to porn but nudes to exes was a different story because it was more personal I told him I appreciated how honest he was with me and even though I had my opinions it was ultimately his business Fast forward a few weeks later, it had been eating me up inside. I've always been curious, and he's always been so close, so closed off about sex. I decided to snoop. Now, before you come, before you come for me, yes, I know this is an invasion of privacy. Yes, I know this is fucked up, and I know I need to break things off with him. But hear me out, because it's doomed anyway, and I'm breaking things off. I know my way around technology and used to use that knowledge to get access to things I shouldn't have access to. Take that how you want. I end up finding my finding in spank bank and then some. I know that he had a folder dedicated to a familiar name. It's a common name, but I dismissed it and kept going. Turns out it was an old boss who really screwed me months ago on a job promotion. He had a whole folder just for her. I had no idea you hooked up with her, let alone they seem to have had a whole relationship. On top of that, there were so many files from other women in a a separate folder, including my own pics and videos. I have been thinking about this for a few hours now. I can't tell what I'm more surprised about, hooking up with my ex-boss and not telling me about it, but then he led me to believe this entire time we've been together that he's an inexperienced nerdy guy that never got dates for women. When in actuality, he gets many women, and it's the exact opposite. I just want to add that he has a type. Blonde hair, blue eyes, big tits. I'm a brown woman, jet black hair, fat ass, mediocre tits. I'm not his type, my guys. I feel like he's settling for me. I feel like I never knew who he really was. I'm shocked that he fucked my ex-boss. It's going to be weird living out the rest of his lease after we break up. I've too long didn't read. I found his spank bank and he fucked my old boss. He also used to get lots of sex when he had me to believe he didn't. (laughs) Edits, I wanted to clear some things up before I posted the update. Oh, good lord. I wanted to break up with him because I fucked up and violated his privacy by snooping. Yeah, yeah, you did. I agree with a lot of you. It was fucked up. Way worse than fighting old nudes. Kind of like cheating because of the trust thing. When I say inexperience, I admit he was inexperienced with relationships and inexperienced with kinky your sex. I love kinky or shit. For whatever reason, he only liked vanilla stuff whenever I wanted to explore it. other things like toys and props. He would say he's never tried and would never be into it, but, boy, did those pigs prove me wrong. A lot of people are asking what led me to believe he was inexperienced. Um, Him. It's his words. He said it. It's not what I'm looking for. I'd like for him to be more comfortable with his sexuality, but that's his own thing to work with. I take what he gives because it's good enough. Honestly, I'm pretty open-minded so have it been any level of experience. I still would have gave him a shot because his beard and nose feel great, if you know what I mean. Am I insecure? Yes. Everyone is insecure, though. Do I let my insecurities cloud my judgment? Also, yes. But because I let myself do this, I feel as though I have to leave. He doesn't deserve this. Yes, I do have to do what work to do on myself. Someone called me a prude. I love sex and I'm talking about sex. I feel most comfortable when I feel sexy, like I'm in my element. Possibly trauma response, but that's a different conversation. I don't care that he looks at porn, I encourage him to watch porn with me. It's just not everyone's cup of tea, and I get that too. These nudes are vexes, past relationships. I know this because he said it himself when I asked him if he kept new pictures from past relationships. That's the part that sent me spiraling. To me, that's it's like a trophy that it can revisit, but with an emotional aspect because it was connected in real life to these women. A lot of people are saying I just want to be a victim. I don't believe I am a victim. I believe he is a victim of violation of his privacy and violating that trust. That's why I feel like I have to break up with him because I did that to him because I think it's the right thing to do. For clarification, there's only two folders. One folder is dedicated to an ex-boss and the other is a general folder where the rest of us are. I'm not hell bent on deleting my pics' videos. Hell, I wanted them from him so I could post them on my OnlyFans. I want a side of I sent them, I knew the rest, but I didn't look damn good at those. (laughs) Oh, sweet mother
1: of fuck. (laughs)
0: hmm the truth about him that I was looking for I felt like he was hiding something we know someone for as long as we've known each other four years of friendship before we started dating you can tell when they're hiding something he knew every single time when something bothered me even if I lied and said it didn't there's no doubt in my mind he knew it wasn't resolved when we argued about this I felt like he was hiding something, like maybe there was someone else. I didn't feel like this at the old time, only when he worked with my ex-boss a few months ago. They were both directors in their line of work, said so they will have conferences and team builds with other directors. That was the time when I felt like he was hiding something. I only became curious of him keeping news when he took a video of the BJ I gave him earlier that day. I wondered what he did with it and if he had done it before with other girls. The truth was I thought he was hiding something and then when I went snooping found that he had relationships with my ex-boss and revisited her folder when he worked for the last. I don't think he's over her but it doesn't matter because he chose to be with me. I'm not shy and I'm pretty curious so I ask when I'm curious. I don't know why I didn't ask to see them. When I think about it I should have just asked. <laughs> People are saying that it's a red flag that he's 10 years older than me. What the fuck? He's not, and regardless, we're both consenting adults and met became intimate while we were well in our, two or our adult years. I'm the breadwinner in our relationship, although he's very much capable of taking care of himself. There is no unfair power dynamic here. He's a director at his company that he works for, and also I have two other businesses. I have a main job, my only fans, and we have set up projects to generate streams of income. We both bring to our relationship. We chose to both be with each other. No manipulations. I've also dated men older than 40 when I was younger, and those were red-flag relationships. Did I miss anything? Update. We talked. Ugh. I came clean. I told him that I know I violated his trust. I shouldn't have snooped. I understand if he didn't want to be with me anymore, so I was breaking up with him. I told him I'd staying in the hotel or something, and if he didn't want to be near me after this. But I couldn't allow him to be with me is when I'm so fucked up. He told me I was reaching and I didn't feel like his privacy was violated. Said he had nothing to hide. He knew my capabilities and said he expected it years ago. But I was, was surprised it didn't happen until now. That's why I didn't just ask him and I told him that I didn't know. I didn't have an excuse. He asked if I ever felt like he lied and I told him about a few things. I brought some of my findings. He said he was telling the truth when he said he wasn't into it. He said he lied about his inexperience because he didn't feel like it counted since he wasn't into it. He said he didn't want to break up and felt like he just moved past it because it wasn't as big a deal as I made it. now made it. But I couldn't if I couldn't get past it, then so be it. He said he didn't know he liked girls like me until he met me and crushed on me the whole time we were friends. Even with all of my crazy. He told me he thought those girls he did before was what, was what he was supposed to like because of where he grew up. Said it wasn't settling for me because of his reasons, but I'm not writing out. I asked him to sit on my to sit in on my first therapy session with new therapist, because the old one died from COVID. He said he'll oh, think about it because it's not his thing. Guess we're not broken up but only time will tell. I still fucked up though. Not dismissing it. will probably add in here that I fucked up by posting yes, yes you did. By posting this thing on fucking Reddit. Yeah, yeah, you did.
1: You sure did. Monday, <laughs> uh, I hope you feel better getting all that shit out. God damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs>
0: actually you know you fucked up so I can't even really say anything but acknowledging you fucked up is always a start especially with a long ass story like that I hope you acknowledge acknowledge yourself aware about how bad you fucked up (laughs) let me see what else we got here
1: hmm Yeah, I suppose one more will do. Because
0: some of this shit I require, this is going to require me a fat dab to continue going through this shit. Some of y'all niggas are stupid. Today I fucked up by going on a date with a red girl from Tinder. Seemed way too good to be true and not seeing the red flags. Here we go. Wow. 23 male was talking to this girl, 23 female, for a week on Tinder and Instagram. She was gorgeous and she seemed very fun and outgoing, but she did have an investment girl boss vibe to her. And that's okay, but I should have seen it coming. I asked her for a coffee date and she says yes, we meet up and she looks good, but I exactly like her photos. No problem there, let's see if we connect our thoughts. The first ten minutes goes great, conversation is flowing, and I ask her if she wants some more coffee. After all, we're at a coffee shop on a coffee date. She says no, because she had some earlier. First red flag, I mean, who goes on a coffee date, but drinks some just before the actual date? A tells me to go and get one for myself, if I want. Alright, no problem. I go and get my coffee, and when I come back, there's another girl at our table. She says, Hey, this is my partner. We'll call her B. I was working with her earlier. That's when it hit me that this wasn't a date. B starts asking me questions about my jobs, my studies, and asks me if I'd like to listen to their business plans so that I could make make more money each month.
1: <laughs>
0: God damn. So she takes out a notepad and starts explaining to me their business model and how much money I would make if I would find three other persons who would. Five, three other people themselves, etc. I straight up tell her, so this is like a pyramid scheme, right? This ain't no date? To which A responds, oh, it's a date, but you seem like a cool person to become our partner. My laughed my ass off, what? This isn't, even, this isn't a pyramid scheme, it's multi-level marketing. Okay, so exactly the same thing. Couldn't believe that this was happening to me. Oh boy, so I sat there for legit 15 more minutes and listened to them explain to me how I could make up to 5 a month, probably get 100 people to join this business. I told them I had to leave to go to the vet with my dog, and it seemed to happy that I wasn't interested in their multi-level marketing element. I laughed my ass off. I laughed so much on the way home that I was crying. Too long, didn't read. Went on a coffee date with a gorgeous girl from Tinder. And when I went to get my coffee, she texted her business partner to come and pitch me their pyramid ski business model for 30 minutes. (laughs) God damn. Thank you so much for the awards, upvotes, and comments. I did report A's profile on Tinder as spam as soon as I got home. The product they were trying to sell were some vitamins, proteins, omega 3 tablets, and some very good collagen. Oh, god damn. Yeah, today you've. Yeah, technically you fucked up by going on Tinder. Because considering I haven't heard anything good from people who do use Tinder, I haven't heard anything good that goes well. It is what it is. <laughs> I wish I could make some of this shit make sense sometimes, but. Hey. Takes all sorts of people to make the world go round. Every little type of crazy. Just gotta figure out what crazy what variations of crazy you're willing to deal with. Just saying. (laughs) But that is a new one, that is a pretty good one. Coffee day turns to sphere turns into a recruiting scheme. To recruitment for pyramid schemes, and that, that's a new one. That's one to tell. That's one to smoke and tell the boys about later. Oh, I'd roll up and tell the boys about that one. And just one more before we hit the fat dab. Today I fucked up by catching my boss cheating on his wife. My boss has been a co-owner of a franchise for about 5 years. His wife, E, is our office manager. They have two kids, one being barely a year old. It's just three other people in our office, me and two female co-workers, A and R. Thursday afternoon, while A was on lunch, I went to ask my boss about something and instead found him making out with R in his office. He had his hands wrapped around her waist, grabbing her butt and her arms were around his neck. I immediately pulled back and tried to play it off. The next day, my husband and I had to stay home because he was exposed to someone with COVID and we were both ill. I messaged Ian told her we needed to talk in person, but she said she's out of town until next weekend to call her, so I did. I told E about what had happened and she was in shock. M called my phone a few hours later while I was in the shower and my husband answered. M asked that I call him back I couldn't bring myself to do it because of how bad my nerves and anxiety were after everything that happened. Today I went to check my work email to see what was on the agenda for Monday. I was locked out. Tried to log into our scheduling website. I couldn't get in there either. I messaged them and he said I was no longer employed because of excessive absences. Even though termination would be the third offense, and this was the first. I work at an at-well right-to-work state, so now I can't even do anything about it.
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: too long didn't read caught my boss cheating on his wife with a co-worker told the wife and now I'm fired for a completely unrelated reason can't do anything about it That's what you gave for snitching edit I didn't already contact a lawyer minutes after I found out I was terminated Said there's basically nothing you can do. I can do. That's what happens at work, at will, at will employment. You didn't mind your business? and manager decided, hey, oh fuck it, we're getting rid of you. I don't have to give you technically a reason why, but here's a bullshit reason why, but you know why you did. Fuck you. Why am I firing you? Because fuck you, that's why. Mind your business next time. Edit 2. A lot of people are mad I made their marriage my business, but when an affair is happening ten feet in from my desk in my office, I'm in forty hours a week, and I work with all three of the people involved. That's my business now. I didn't ask to walk in on them; it just happened. Maybe people shouldn't conduct their affairs where they work, but it's too hard. That's too hard for some of you to wrap your minds around.
1: <laughs> hmm. Wow
0: Dad said that's rough blood. that's rough bro. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't have cheated. Still, should have minded your business, but it is what it is. Keep going for that unemployment, and let that be a lesson. We, they won't get rid of you. We like they won't get rid of you for snitching, nigga. That's what happened. And with that, I'm gonna take a fat dab, I and mean, we'll get to a couple more. Yeah, it's a good. It was a good time tonight. Hope you got about to light this banger up and hit a good one. Let this beat play. And we'll get back to you. <laughs> Usually I'd be done by now, but there's so many people fucking up today. Just so many of you.
1: I don't know where to begin. Hmm.
0: <laughs> ah, here we go. That dab gon' gonna hit you sometimes. Sometimes the dab hits you back. Slam your shit. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. Today I fucked up by letting my friend who likes to prank people at my house, which resulted in him burning $8,000 worth of Pokemon cards. God, is. <laughs> oh boy. Let's see here. So, a little backstory. When I was in the third grade, my grandpa died. This isn't too relevant, but two weeks later in school, I found the most destroyed Pokemon card on the road. It was a colorless Fro Fro. My grandpa always had a white beard and reminded me of him. So, from that moment on, I decided that I would collect Pokemon cards. So, for eight years now, I collected close to 15,000 Pokemon cards. I know you guys might be sick, maybe like a huge waste of money and stuff, but it reminded me of my grandpa, and I love collecting stuff. I ain't mad at you, Chief. Three for eight years, Christmas, birthdays, Easter's, Every chance I got, I would ask or get Pokemon cards. It was a mini obsession. I'd even collected all the original cards. Very expensive. This was my life. It was something I loved doing. Here comes a friend, let's call him Cole for safety reasons. A few friends watched the thread. I've been friends with Cole for a few years. 7th grade and he knew I loved my Pokemon cards. Sometime during freshman year before lockdown, he started a prank YouTube channel. He got a lot of views and subscribers. He would always do mini pranks. I wouldn't get too upset, but he took it too far this weekend. <laughs> So Saturday he was chilling at my house because I invited him over. Well everything seemed normal but he asked to go to my bat- go to the bathroom when we were watching a movie. Kept all my Pokemon cards in my room in my closet for safety. Well he was gone for a while and I didn't really suspect anything. Well flash forward to Monday. I look in my closet and all my Pokemon cards are gone. Quite literally all of them. I always snuck all of them out if it's beyond me. I wish I would have had a camera, so I text him. Here's how it went. Me, hey Cole, do you know what happened to my Pokemon cards? Cole, maybe Charizard ate them. Me, Cole, I'm not messing around. Can you please give them back? They mean a lot to me, and you know that. He didn't reply after that, until I got a notification that he posted on YouTube. It was of him and his friend taking my Pokemon cards. They snuck them by the back door, and they took them out. Took them out. They then had 15,000 fake cards made, but only the box of them on the white front. They then burned the rest. I understand what he meant by baby Charizard got them. Charizard is a dragon. I can't believe he's done this to me. He called me and said he meant to burn the fake cards, but burned the real ones on accident. Which I don't think is true, because the real ones want special tens. You can get tens if you buy them from Walmart. I'm completely broken. These Pokemon cards were a second part to me. I sent him a huge message and replied it was a prank and to relax. He destroyed $8,000 worth of cards. I'm just so broken, everyone. I blasted him on my social media and a bunch of his friends got mad at him and a few got mad at me telling me to drop it. People are telling me to go to the authorities, but I'm not that type of person. He deleted this video, but I'm still so broken inside. All I can think about is my bad Fro Fro. I cried so hard at while writing this post. He messaged me today, calling me T8 total asshole for turning his friends against him in a huge paragraph about how it was a prank going wrong. I needed to grow up because we we're about to graduate high school, and now Pokemon are for cards are for little kids. Get it. So everyone tell me to the authorities ensued, Best thing you know that would happen to him. Get in charge, or me get a K back. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm not going to give you the advice, I'm not going to tell you the simplest one. Now, Now everyone else is going to give you the advice, go to the authorities. I'm going to tell you, find that motherfucker and stop him out right now. It's not even about, you can say it's about the Pokemon cards all you want. Want, but not, that motherfucker disrespected you, severely. And it's hard to post on YouTube the disrespect. If I was you, I would, quite frankly, good sir. If I was you, I'd have ran up on him onto the, on the old World Star shit. Now Not, Not World Star trying to be all inspirational and shit now. World, actual World Star nigga moment, World Star. Next video you'd have seen has been me swinging on that nigga from how. Swinging on that motherfucker, spillings of Spider Man shit. Off the wall, Superman swinging. Swinging, you catching the ass whooping of a lifetime. <laughs> Putting you, I'm put hospitalizing you spectacularly, nigga, just off the principle. Nah, your boy Cole would have caught every hand imaginable. For the rest of his, every other day on YouTube, he'd be posting on, on YouTube and WorldStar. I swear for God. Can't be motherfuckers disrespect you like this, nigga fuck the feds he catching fuck the feds let him catch the fade but that's just real shit though oh there's an update Stick by my stance on that. Black courts, you need to catch a fade. Just catch him somewhere without a. F- nah, I ain't gonna give you advice like that. You should know how to catch a nigga. You should know how to catch a nigga slipping But let's let's see what else we got here. <laughs> Today I fucked up by calling a nice guy a pervert. Hmm. I don't know. Let's see. How, let's see what happens. <laughs> this happened yesterday. I, thirty-one female, was in a grocery store parking lot after doing some shopping. and started putting my bags away in the car. I had one earphone in, and it was really fo- was really focused on the conversation happening on one of my favorite podcasts. As I was finishing up, I noticed some guy on a bicycle heading in my direction. He looked up, up, up at me and said, nice breasts, as he rode past me, smiling. It was really caught off guard by this, so I yelled back, you're disgusting perv. He glanced back at me with a really confused look and glum and I'm like, what the hell? I realized about three seconds later that what he actually said was, nice dress. I was wearing a long, colorful maxi dress that really stood out. I mainly felt like an idiot and I still cringe just thinking about it. Oops. Sorry, my guy. Yeah. Shit happens. It happens. You fucked up. You owned up to it. And sometimes, it's people real sometimes. You're not really thinking about grocery store, Even The last thing you're thinking about is getting hit on at the grocery store. getting complimented or something what about getting these groceries out how much groceries cost nowadays anything besides someone coming up to give you compliments on some shit I kind of fuck on now so I so I understand I understand how some shit could be misconstrued these things can happen All right, moving along. Hmm. Ah, uh, this is gonna be a good one. <laughs> Today I fucked up my entire night. Most way account I've ever created. Never thought i need one until now. I'm a 19-year-old guy and what I'm about to share happened two nights ago. I'm not good at writing stories like most of the people who share their experiences on this sub. So I've taken a page out of the Green Text Handbook and listed the events. Girl on Tinder invited me to her house. Sex was implied. I've never had sex. I asked my roommate for advice. Roommate suggested I smoke weed before meeting Tinder Girl. I said, okay. Roommate realized he was out of weed and made a new suggestion, shrooms, oh bo- oh shit. I said I never had shrooms and said, asked if it was safe. Roommate said, safe as long as you're not chronically depressed or some shit. and advised me to eat the shrooms with a chocolate bar to mask the bad taste. I said I didn't think I was depressed, but that might change once the night was over. Roommate surprised supplied me with two grams of shrooms, which was mild, according to him. I ate the shrooms with an orange and booked do Uber to take me to Tinder Girl's house. Uber girl's head was bigger than any human head I've ever seen. <laughs> but it was too soon to confirm if I was experiencing a true vision or happened to Uber meeting an Uber driver that who happened to have a really big head. Uber driver's massive head was even bigger by the time we got to my destination. It was indeed true vision. <laughs> The moment I saw Tinder Girl in person, I noticed she was pregnant, six months and 22 days pregnant, based on the details she provided before inviting me into her house. Tinder the Girl apologized for not telling me about the pregnancy, but assured me that dad was no longer the picture and sex was super healthy for unborn babies. I said I always wanted to have a threesome and laughed hysterically. I didn't understand what was so funny, but I wasn't able to stop laughing. Because she was high. Tinder Girl gave me a glass of water and I asked if I wanted, asked if I wanted to sit down. I sat on the, down on the carpet and noticed a handbag, with a handbag with a bird on it. I realized that if I concentrated on the bird I could see it moving in slow motion towards the corner of the handbag. <laughs> I have no idea how long I was staring at the bird but at some point Tinder Girl managed to contact one of her neighbors without me knowing to come and escort me out of her house because my presence was making her uncomfortable. I walked home in the middle of the night because I was afraid I would end up with another big-headed Uber driver. I got home with that virginity still intact, wondering what would have happened if that bird had made it to the end of the handbag. Next time, no drugs. Oh, boy. Too long, didn't read. Girl on Tinder invited me to her house to have sex. Being a virgin, I asked my roommate for her guidance. He suggested shrooms. I ate the shrooms, got high on the way to the girl's house. Found out the girl was six months pregnant when we met in person, which was a massive red flag due to the big due to the condition I was in. I don't know about that, homeboy. I don't give a fuck how high I am about to get laid. The second the bitch see you see she's pregnant and showing blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck how high I am. I'm out. Virgin or nah? Like, yeah, no. (laughs) Nah, if you do better, bro, you do better. Next time maybe don't add, don't ask your home ask your roommate. Don't ask your roommate for advice. Ask your homeboys. And stick with weed. If you don't know what you're doing. Come drones will fuck you up. Let's see what else is going on, how many other fuck ups so we got out here tonight.
1: Hmm. Here we go. Today I fucked up
0: by being too open-minded on a post looking for roommates. Today I fucked up by being too open-minded on a post looking for roommates. Pretty much the title. My com- my post looking for roommates in NYC said open to. 420 plus, LGBTQ plus, pets plus, whatever, just be normal. I thought I was being open and accepting. Pay a right and don't be creepy were my basic parameters. So a heroin addict moved in and shortly after a girl I had never seen before overdosed and died in my apartment. Later, the roommate told me that he assumed the 420 plus meant hard drugs were good to go. That's why I moved in. I didn't mean 420 plus like that. Now I've seen a dead person in bags of needles and a dead person in a body bag in the same night. I guess it was her second time doing heroin. She was hammered drunk. They gave her Narcan but it didn't work well enough apparently. The roommate was a surprisingly good dude and a friend. He was cool and sober now. I'll never have ruined the roommates again. Don't do drugs kids. Yeah, you should probably confirm these things before you let motherfuckers move in. If you don't understand, like, let them know. It's like, 420 plus just means weed. We, I ain't trying to have motherfuckers overdose in the apartment. That's, wow. Yeah, I wouldn't want no more roommates either. I have random roommate,
1: Nah. Yeah.
0: It's all for the games, today. It's all for the games, today. they come pulling up, picking up bodies out your apartment. So I might make you stick with weed. Hmm. Let's see what we got here.
1: Hmm. It is fucked up
0: by snorkeling without training, proper gear, and warm-up. Near-death experience. Ah, this will be a good one. I, 27 male, am a big guy with a sedentary lifestyle. Went on the beach with my family the other day. My uncle and cousin asked if I wanted to snorkel with them. My overly confident self said yes and borrowed one of my cousin's snorkel gear while wearing my jean shorts. It went swimmingly, yep, for about 15 minutes or so, then they suggested to lose our life vest so that we can go deeper. I said yes without understanding that you need proper training to do this, and they've done this since they were children, not me. We proceeded without it, and all of a sudden I found myself not being able to keep up. I tried swimming faster, but suddenly water got in my snorkel. Fuck. I went up as fast as I could, I took the snorkel off, and a wave hit me. We were about 70 meters away from the beach Water was about 6 meters deep. I panicked. I tried yelling, but more waves hit my face. My uncle, co- my uncle and cousin couldn't hear me because they were ahead. I turned back and swam like there's no tomorrow to the beach. More waves hit me, and all of a sudden, with its impeccable timing, cramps. Both of my calves are seizing, I don't know if it was adrenaline or luck, but I managed to swim 50 meters to safety while having cramps on both legs. My uncle and cousins went back shortly after realizing I was gone. I went on playing with Sam for the rest of the day to calm my nerves. So please everyone, if you're going to the sea, have at least basic training and gears with you, don't fuck around. Too long didn't read. Overestimated my swimming ability. Went snorkeling without proper gear and training. Got cramps. Almost died. Mm. Hope you learned your lesson, homeboy. You'd have known better. Got, felt yourself a little too much and almost felt yourself being belonging to the sea. Trust me. Everyone's talking about motherfuckers don't want to belong to the streets. You really don't want to belong to the open ocean. God only knows what's going to fuck you up the second you sink to the bottom. You fucked up by some shit they, don't even, they haven't even bothered to discover yet. What? You learned your lesson. You survived. That's your own, one of, that's, your own that's your only time you get to cheat death. You get that one time open the gelassin oh boy let's see get a couple more in and we got what we got Hmm. today I fucked up by calling the police to my friend's house thinking they were in danger This happened a few hours ago, a little before midnight. I was texting my friend for a while, leading up to when I called the police. My friend and I were messaging each other until all of a sudden they sent a text saying, my lights keep flickering, call the cops. No context whatsoever. At this point I think it's an emergency and something is actually happening and I call them. No response. I text them, still no response. I proceed to try and call them two more times and text them once more, and they still don't pick up her answer. At this point, I'm worried about something that's already happened, and I proceed to call the police. As I'm on the phone with the police, I finally get an answer, but at that point, I had already told the officer the address and the individual's name, along with the other people who resided with them. I get off the phone with the police and my friend tells me that there was nothing wrong. And I explained that I thought they were in danger because they were picking up the phone and wasn't responding to the text I sent. After that I called emergency services again hoping I could tell them that the individual I called to check one is alright. They responded to me after a few minutes. A few minutes later I received a phone call from the individual's phone and it's their mother. I already know that I'm going to get chewed out and I try to explain what happened to them about the text. Now I thought, that, now I thought the household was in danger. Long story short, I'm to never call the cops to their house and I believe something is happening to call the mother first. At that point, I just decided to call it quits because I ended up being a bad guy in the situation. I went to bed only to wake up to a text from my friend saying, You're really a piece of shit for what you did and you know exactly what you were doing. And I don't know what to do. Too long didn't read. Called the cops thinking there was an emergency and got chewed out by their
1: mom for bringing the police to her home.
0: You know, I was like, you know, kid, your boy's mad at them for calling the cops. Didn't he say call the cops? He had a text for it. Ugh. Just make it make sense sometimes. I don't know why you get why the boy had to call the cops, but you got be the asshole. I called the cops, I'm like You actually thought your boy was in trouble. So I can't be mad at you. You actually try to look out for your folk and turns out your folk ain't shit. These things happens. Hope you learned your lesson. Mm, what else we got here? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You get back here, sir. We were getting to the good shit. They got one more to get in here.
1: Ah, here we go.
0: <laughs> one more. Today I fucked up. I trusted a pull-out method. My retirement is fucked. I, forty seven male, have three kids in their twenties. All are independent and live on their own. One is pregnant with her first child. I was done, ready to be a grandpa, starting to think about selling my company and taking an early retirement. Then I met her. It was about six months ago when our small city was hosting a massive blood donation event to combat a shortage. A bunch of local businesses and nonprofits set up stalls for giving things out to donors. Advertising their services etc. I owned an electrical company and we were Put at a table right next to a table at a local for the local charity There was only one person working at it a young woman and we started talking We ended up spending the whole day chatting flirting laughing. We hit it off Here's where it all starts to go wrong. I Could have just taken it as an ego boost that this beautiful younger woman gave me some of her attention could have just waved by her while we put our shit in our cars at the end of the night. I didn't know. I asked for a number. That was six months ago, only a few days ago. She told me she's pregnant. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I, was, I am so fucked. My fourth child is going to be younger than my grandchild. She's happy. Like this is going to completely ruin my plans for the second half of my life. She was never on birth control and always open with me about that. However, condos fell by the wayside pretty quickly. I kept meaning it to make an appointment for a vasectomy but figured pulling out would be fine. Meg's wife and I had done it for almost a decade and never had so much as a scare. Dumb. Dumb as hell. Idiot of epic fucking proportions. Learn from my mistake, folks. Because I sure as hell didn't Earned for all the cautionary sex ed lessons. The pull-out method is bullshit. <coughs> Motherfucker, I figured after three kids, you'd have figured the pull-out method was bullshit. I figured after the first couple children, you'd have learned that. that that's just me, though. Now, we're not wrapping up with these random bitches? What, what is wrong with you, sir? Was the ass that fat? Was she looking at right in that sundress? She was like, she was just looking just that right, wasn't she? The, the, see, see, see that, that pre-nut that pre-nut confusion will fuck you up. But there's no confusion here, ladies and gentlemen. With that, we're just gonna wrap this up and I'm wrap it up because I'm fucked up and I'm sick of reading about people who are fucked up. Reading people who are just fucking up their nights and their lives. We can all get back to our fucking up our own lives and shit. But I hope I hope have been hope y'all been entertained and hope y'all been enjoying the voice and the stories you've been hearing tonight. I've been a drunk Cuz, uh, Trust and believe your your girl has been out here enjoying themselves, telling them to you. It's been fun. It's been fun. We got the smooth beats and the smooth dabs. The good J's. good J's, my witchy bitches. Sam and Sam, the Gorilla Grip Golf, and Mandy. Mandy will be coming back soon to give you some of that shit you love. The silly-ass conversation you love. Catch us, catch us on Instagram, see the pictures for the ad game. The ad game is always on point. Always on that good mode. Good mode. If you've seen our ads, you know what time it is. What time it is, we hope you all enjoy yourselves. But for me, the original Gerudo, and for Mandy and the Gorilla Gripgraf, Sam is Sam, we hope, you ho- we hope you enjoy yourselves. Hope to see y'all soon. You'll hear from us again shortly, we promise. More stories coming soon from Reddit. So vaults.